Chapter Eleven of Facts and Fancies by Orpheus Everett. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, B.C. Chapter Eleven. Freight train on a side track standing, side track we also and waiting, stock cars yonder bearing cattle from the plains to city market and predestined slaughter uncomplaining patient martyrs who could look upon them standing thus imprisoned thus predestined and not feel some touch of pity 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 what were cattle made for but for beef and leather milk and labor for man's uses man's exclusive use or pleasure so still argues the conceited boastful narrow-minded selfish self-styled lord of all creation who in histrionic garments on life's stage a moment strutting thus recites his vain eulogiums ah how perfectly adapted to man's appetites and needs are the supplies of bounteous nature beef and mutton for example bread may be the staff of life but meat gives youthful strength and courage how could men get on without it how delicious how nutritious savory to nose and palate gods and men alike delighting beef for breakfast beef for dinner boiled or roasted cold for supper there is nothing more appeasing talk of chicken talk of turkey canvas back or terrapin salmon shad or mackerel oysters crabs and all such things nothing takes the place of beef still beef for all both rich and poor folk beef for kings and beef for subjects beef for armies can buy armor what a gift from god to man it how beneficent indeed are all the ways of providence see how god provides for mankind hard on cattle well it may be what is that to you or me though should we not be proud and thankful that we are not cattle that we were not made to be consumed by brutes of still higher order that whatever else god made he made for us our own uses made earth first for us to live on then the sun to give us daylight then the moon and stars for night lamps and all living things besides us eatable for our maintenance proud and thankful to be cared for thus by such a gracious being an omniscient omnipresent and omnipotent creator egotistic stuff and nonsense man is not a favorite being pet or protege of heaven nor of earth nor regions under if there be such man is cared for neither more nor less than other beings born of force and matter 
each adapted to surroundings by its needs each responding to environments and uses all determined and accomplished by the demiurgic spirit that in matter is inherent moving it and ever from it molding endless forms of being man's begotten born and nourished lives and dies like other mammals every organ of his body every appetite and function every passion and emotion every gesture and expression of intelligence or feeling has its like in other beings beings of a lower order facts disprove this proposition of design premeditated on the part of god or nature making all things for man's uses man from cares and want exempting true man may be is superior to all other forms of matter to all other living beings in his aptitude for knowledge but he's not exempt from perils penalties and hard conditions that environ him in common with all other things organic and compel him still to struggle for existence for the most part painfully and unsuccessful falling by the wayside dying all along the rugged pathway between infancy and old age dying of his wants and weakness accidents and imperfections famine pestilence and earthquakes fire and water all destroy man when subjected to their action notwithstanding god's protection give man but a grain of strychnia and he dies as wolves or dogs die twenty thousand human beings die of snake bites now in india every year what were snakes made for tigers too man-eating tigers was man made for tiger diet what the devil interferes with god's designs and thwarts his purpose oh the devil oh the folly weakness vanity presumption of poor man the self-deceiver this the truth is now apparent in old eras prehistoric all the families of man were far below the present level of the higher highest brute then with the lowest man contested common planes of being equals but through many ages since then man has outgrown his near neighbors a few ounces of brain matter slowly added to man's forebrain by its own inherent force has in the course of time increased his capability of knowing and so placed him where he is the thought-crowned leader of the column of all living things still moving from the simple to the complex in both form and adaption in a steady stream of progress yes those ounces of brain matter quite peculiar matter brain is make man wiser 
better stronger stronger better because wiser wiser because wisdom is the bloom of knowledge in full blossom end of chapter eleven